What is going on, guys? And good Friday morning. TGIF, TGIF, TGIF. And for those people that may be listening to me from another state and haven't been to Louisiana, yeah, it's um, it uh, it actually gets cold here, and it's uh, it's cold here right now, and um. Even though it stays cold here about 85% of the whole year, maybe even more than that, I may be being, maybe being, um, yeah, it's probably, when it is cold here, it is easily got to be one of the coldest places on the earth because, not on the earth, in the United States, because not only is it cold, but we live right next to the Gulf of Mexico. So all of the wet cold, we get that too. And it's always extremely windy at the same time. Like it just so happens to be that way. So yeah, so that. But anyway, so let's get to the the purpose of this episode. I want to talk about like the playoff bracket a little bit in the NFL. Uh, kind of clear it up a little bit. <clears throat> for some people that uh, just want to hear about it. So right now I'm looking at the ASC. So if the if the playoff if the season ended now, you'd have the your K, uh, your Kansas City Chiefs with a first round bye cuz this year two teams in each conference don't get byes. Just one team gets a bye this year, which I don't like that. I really actually don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. So the Kansas City Chiefs have a first-round bye. And like I said, if the playoffs were the end today, you'd have the Miami Dolphins, who who are 8-5, and five, playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. My, my, my result on that one would be, I think the Dolphins beat the Steelers. I think the Steelers are a very, 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 very flawed team. I don't know how they got to 11 and 2 well you know scratch that i do know how they got to 11 and 2 the only reason why they got to 11 and 2 is because their schedule is just dumb easy that's why so all right so they're they're the second seed and miami is the seventh seed then you would have the indianapolis colts against the buffalo bills that's a hard one to predict but i think the bills get that uh your bills are 10 and 3 and your indianapolis colts are 9 and 4 then you got the cleveland browns against the tennessee titans that we had of course we had that show out just a few weeks ago and the browns beat the dog shit out of them and besides maybe the score not being as high because it's playoff football I think the Browns get that again. They're just rolling right now. They just look really, really, really good. Um, of course, with the whole team having a lot of time to prepare for them, it may be different. Who knows if they can stop Derrick Henry? Because at the, I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's how you beat the Tennessee Titans. But who can stop Derrick Henry? Answer is no one. So <laughs> that. that it, even though that doesn't quite look like a like like a close game, that might end up being a close game. Um, 
Tennessee has the fourth seed, so I think that means that they would have home field advantage, so they wouldn't have to deal with all that cold like they would have if they were in Cleveland. So that game may not be as run-heavy as it might have been. So, at least not for Cleveland. So, that is the playoff pitcher for the AFC if it were to end now. Now, the NFC. You got your Green Bay Packers with the first round bye at 10 and 3. Now going on to the second round, the second game, you have the Saints, my Saints going against the Arizona Cardinals at 7 and 6 and please 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 let that be our matchup because the Saints will beat the dog shit out of the Arizona Cardinals. I'm sorry. Their 7th seed. Okay, okay. So this is cool. So Okay, so it's kind of like, oh, so it's kind of like like foot like basketball now. The best team gets the worst team, and then so on, so on as you go down. All right, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, that, this that's not even going to be a game. I'm sorry, Saints are going to destroy the the Cardinals. There's no way we're losing that game. <laughs> Watch us lose that game. Anyway, so um. We got the nine and four Rams, who are the third seed, playing against the eight and five Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is going to be a a way like that's going to be a good game. I think we they played that game in the season, and I th- who won that game? Who won that game? I want to say the Bucks won that game. But that's going to be a really, really, really good game. That's going to be a great game for a, a plethora of reasons. Then when you go down to right below that, you got the fourth seed against the fifth seed. The fourth seed being the Washington football team. I almost said the Redskins. <laughs> uh, they're six and seven. I think they're still. I think they're going to end up winning the East, the NFC East, because they're just. Their defense, well, more specifically, their defensive line seems to be just elite as hell. And I just don't think any of the other teams can clutch it up and pull it through. I think the Washington's going to end up getting that spot. And on the opposite side of them, you have the your Seattle Seahawks at 9-4. and four. Okay, so... A casual fan of the NFL might look at this game and be like, oh, dude, fucking Seattle's going to fucking destroy them. They're nine and four, the Washington six and seven. On the contrary, I am picking Washington to win that game. I just think that they are having, they're clicking at the right moments. And sometimes when it comes to play, like football, that's all that really matters. If you just, if everything's clicking at the right moment and in the right moment ends up being at the end of the season, whoever's the hottest going into the end of the season, that that has a lot to do with with all with everything. And I think that type of momentum that the Washington Reds I almost did it again. The Washington football scheme is having at this moment, I think they could beat Seattle. Then again, it's a playoff matchup. I wouldn't be surprised if it were flopping, but I think the Washington Reds, I think I almost did it again. (laughs) 
Give me a break. I've been calling them the Redskins my entire life. Anyway, I think that the football team can get them. All right. So I don't know. It doesn't show me here how like far deep down the wild card goes. But you have, you have uh, in the AFC at least, you have the 8-5 and five Baltimore Ravens who are in the wild card. You have the Las Vegas Raiders, who I think as of last night were knocked out of the potential. So I think uh, I don't even want to I don't even want to say really because I don't know. But let's just say that the only team in my eyes that can actually get in still is the Baltimore Ravens at eight and five. They would have to. But I think I think they're going to get the wild card, you know. So I don't think they have to worry about Cleveland going down or whatever. And let's see. Then let's see if we can switch this over to the NFC. Yeah. Okay. So we got the NFC. Green Bay being in it, the Saints being in it, the Rams being in it, Washington being in it, Seattle being in it, Tampa Bay being in it, and Arizona being in it. Okay. So underneath them, I'm guessing in the wild card, we have the Minnesota Vikings at six and seven. They would have to, yeah, they're going to end up having to have a wild card spot because there's no way they're going to be able to get over Green Bay, who's 10 and three at this late into the season. Um, Oh wow, this is pretty interesting. So, so the, the the Bears are also six and seven, and the Lions are also five and eight. So it's like this is going to be like a battle for wild card between these three teams, and everyone I think below that is just out of contention for the playoffs. Okay. And obviously you have the Saints going against the Kansas City Chiefs in their very next game. Now, as a Saints fan, this is what I'm watching for. I'm watching for the Green Bay and Carolina game. I'm hoping that Green Bay can somehow pull together a victory against the Packers. I don't think that's possible. I don't I still don't understand. You know, the Saints lost against the Eagles, so I guess anything is possible. But worst comes to worst, the Saints lose against the Chiefs and the Packers somehow lose against Carolina. Then we're going to be right back where we were before. But best case scenario, Saints beat the Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers slip to the Carolina Panthers. That way we get that first round bye, which... I would love for them to have, but then at the same time, I kind of wouldn't like them to have because sometimes the Saints come out into the playoffs kind of flat. Like they, they're they're one of those teams that kind of seems to need momentum. So I wouldn't be mad if we don't get it, but I would be happy if we do get it, just for like guys to get more healthy. You know. Let's see here. Yeah, we have 
Do, do, do. Let's see, regular season. That's not anything important. <laughs> then underneath that, we have the Rams against the Jets. I mean, come on. They're going to destroy the Jets. They're going to end up being 10-4. and four. That's an easy just prediction there. Oh, check that out. So the Washington Redskins face the Seattle Seahawks this week. Okay, so we can have like a little bit of like possible playoff preview right there. I might end up watching that game. That's going to be a good game. And um, Tampa Bay is playing against the Falcons. They could lose that game. And I want them to lose that game. I don't want I don't want them to make the playoffs. If I'm being honest with you. <laughs> And then, let's see, let's switch over to the AFC again. Let's see, we got the Chiefs going against the Saints, Pittsburgh going against the Bengals, Buffalo going against the Broncos, Tennessee going against Detroit. Da, 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 da. Okay, none of these are potential playoff matchups. Hey, what about the what about Baltimore? Doesn't say who Baltimore's playing. But I think it's safe to say that they're going to end up getting in there. They played tremendous the other night against the Browns. Oh, my God. That was like the game of the year. That game had everything. Kept you in your seat. It was just a what seemed like what was going to be a good game. It's so cool whenever like games that seem like they're going to be great end up being great. Like So many matchups throughout the years of just all kinds of sports. You, you They're there. And you're like, oh my god, this is going to be such a good good event. And then it comes out and it's like the boringest shit you've ever seen. Like like uh, Stephen Wonderboard Thompson against against um, Tyron Woodley. Both of those. We were like, this is going to be fucking awesome. And then it came out and it just was flat both times. Yoel Romero versus Izzy Adesanya. I I thought that was going to be fucking great. Sucked both times. Well, not both times. But just the first time. You know, speaking of UFC, let's dive in a little bit into that real quick. If my computer lets me. UFC. In the mornings, just like all of us, my computer likes to run really slow. The cold is probably getting to her a little bit too. All right, you know what I want. You know I just want to look at the this this. Oh yeah, we had two two fights fall out this morning, which sucks. The to the prelims, it was yeah. Oh, they already took it down. Okay, they already took that down. It was a uh, Diego Lima and uh that Muhammad guy that got taken down, which kind of sucks. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's not like one of the bigger premiere thing um fights on the card, but I'm glad it was just like 
that still sucks because I really wanted to see Lima fight again. That guy's a dog. And it's like this whole COVID thing is just, I mean, as a, as a, as an MMA fan, as a UFC fan, you always had to worry about, all right, look, are these dudes going to make weight? And you were kind of like, you had your asshole clenched until like Friday afternoon or Friday morning. If everyone's going to make weight and everything's going to be good. And then sometimes even then they could do like a catch weight or they sacrifice half their purse and they still fight. But like you had to just worry about that. That was the thing you had to worry about was the weight. Now it's like any single second now we can get a notification saying that, oh, Stephen, Stephen Wonderboard Thompson has COVID. So he's going to be out. It's like, it's fucking stupid, man. Just let them fucking dudes fight. Who gives a fuck? I'm sorry, man. I mean, like, you act like they're going to go. You act like they're going to not shake that shit in like two days. I mean, they're fucking every single one of these people are superhumans. Every one of them. Let them fight. See if old boy fighting him agrees with it, which if I am, I don't give a fuck. If he agrees to still fighting with COVID, then fuck it. Let them fight, and then after they fight, then they then they let then let them quarantine. You know, let everybody that's like all the cornermen and shit, let them all have fucking masks on. Let's see how how effective masks really fucking are. Because if the guy fights with COVID, and then you have your mask on, and then you test them after the fight, and then your cornerman all of a sudden has COVID now, then you know these masks are are, are bullshit. Not saying that the masks don't don't help at all. I'm just saying. I may not even be making any sense at all right now. I'm just I'm an angry MMA fan. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. My opinion. I think you should just let them fight. Stop ruining all the sport events just because somebody has a cold or a flu or a cough. Like it's, it's bullshit. The guys I really worry about are the Brazilian guys. Those guys tend to somehow get it more than the normal people. Like we got freaking Josie Aldo, Michelle Perea, and Marlon Marias. Those are the guys I got my eyes on. I think they're like their possibilities. I'm not saying they're going to get it, but they're like high possibilities. And then the prelims, the highlight of the prelims, which is it seems to be like the main event of the prelims, is. Anthony Pettis versus Alex Morano. That is going to be a really good fight. And like their styles are very similar. It's like, but I think, I think, I think Morano is going to beat Pettis, which is sad to say because like flashback five years ago, six years ago, I'm like, uh, Pettis is going to demolish this guy. Why is he even against them? But, but Pettis seems to have fallen off in some ways, but in some other ways, he seems to have gotten better. It's like weird. Like he's obvious, like his jujitsu is way better than it was five years ago. But his like killer instinct, it seems like is shredding a little bit. His cardio still seems to be there. But I, I think I got 
I got Morano winning that fight. I, I I think he fought a few. He fought uh like the last three or four events ago or something like that. And I've seen him fight twice in the last like month or something like that. And he looked he looked great in uh in both those fights. So I got him winning that fight. Let's hope both those guys make. Wait, why is it doing this? Okay. I guess I could just give like a, like kind of like a, a little bit like a, what I predict. I'm just gonna give you my predictions. Stephen Thompson against Golf Neil, uh, Jeff Neil. I think Stephen Thompson is going to win that fight. I don't know if that's going to be a close fight because, honestly, even though I'm balls deep in the MMA, I've never seen Jeff Neil fight. I've never seen him fight. But he's rank 11, so, I mean, he's got to be worth the fuck. So, I honestly, I should probably watch a few of his fights on, like, YouTube or something to kind of, like, refresh my mind on it to see if, if this is going to be, like, a landslide Vic. But I'm thinking that Steven Thompson, like, my first my first thing that pops into my head when I think of this fight is landslide Vic, Steven Thompson. I could just see him KOing the guy, but I've never seen Jeff Neal fight. So, I have to watch that. I'm probably going to watch that like on my lunch or something like that today. Then Jose Aldo against Marlon Vera. Okay. The enigma that is Jose Aldo. This dude has the tools in his arsenal to just destroy anyone in the 145 and the 135 division. He does. He just does. He's amazing. But he has this thing called a leg kick or a calf kick per se that he just fucking forgets that he has he'll eat your leg up and then it's obviously affecting you because you're limping you're switching stances you're going backward you're going side to side a little bit more you know and he's like huh your legs hurting all right i'm just gonna stop using that shit and that's what he does that's why he loses fights. If he would be consistent with that calf kick, that's probably one of the most dangerous calf kicks in all of the UFC. He wouldn't be ranked seven in the bantamweight right now. He'd be ranked two or three or maybe even one. But that's a Jose Aldo deal. But I, oh God, I hate calling. I hate saying who's going to win a Jose Aldo fight because I'm such a big Jose Aldo fan and he's let me down a lot of times that he should have fucking demolished a dude, but I'm going to, I can actually see Marlon Vera winning this fight because he's, he fights longer, you know, and I can just see him trying to win this fight by points. I don't think he's going to be able to outstrike Jose. I don't think he's going to be able to like put like a big knockout blow on him or anything like that. I think that he might dabble in that a little bit in the beginning. He might be like, all right, look, let's go. And then I think Jose is going to be winning the boxing exchanges pretty easily. And then I think after that, he's going to result into the thing he usually always does, which is fight long. And I think he's just going to outpoint Jose. And I think he, could beat Jose Aldo just by outpointing out him. So, 
for some reason, that's what I see. That's what I see happening. I've just I kind of lost all confidence in Jose Auto, which is sad to say because he used to be my absolute favorite fighter. He might still be my favorite fighter. Okay. Michelle Perea versus Chaos Williams. Um. All right, let's see how big these dudes are. Let's see. Of course, I've seen both of these guys fight before. I'm pretty well versed on the way they fight and the weaknesses of their fighting styles and all that. But I just want to see. Okay, so. Wow, dude. Michelle Perea is 6'1". He looks so much bigger than 6'1". Is it because of his leg reach? He has to have a long leg reach. No, it's 42. It's normal. His reach is 73 to Chaos Williams, 77. Whoa, okay. That could be a big factor because Perea fights long, but it doesn't matter if you fight long if the dude, if this guy on the other side of you has a longer reach and he knows how to use it. Hmm. Okay, Perea got a 29% sub percentage. Average fight. To, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Perea has average fight time of 9 minutes and 59 seconds. And Chaos Williams has an average fight time of 27 seconds. And this dude is 10 and 1. Whoa. That is wild. That's crazy to even compute in my head. Um, but with that being said, I think Perea has, I think he has good distance management and I think he has good foot, good enough footwork to kind of like stay on the outside and pick chaos apart from the outside. But he does like to dabble, dabble into the brawls a little bit sometimes. And if he, da- I'll say this, if he dabbles into the brawls at all, he's getting knocked the fuck out. No doubt. But if he stays on the outside and he kind of like does the thing he can, he's very possible of doing because he fights kind of long, but he does like to push. Man, that's a, this is a hard one. I think the more to, my first initiative response in my brain was Perea, but now I think I'm going to go ahead and go with Chaos Williams because Perea can fight long. But he does do it all. He really does. So I can see him trying to engage in a brawl with Chaos Williams and just get knocked the fuck out. So yeah. I'm going to give that to Chaos Williams. <clears throat> Marlon Marias versus Rob Font. Okay. Not even going to go. I'm not even going to. I'm not going to pick Marlon Marias. In my eyes, it's weird. I think Marlon Marais is trash. That's just me. I'm, I think Rob Font's going to just mop the floor with him. I think Marlon Marais, his days are behind him. I don't even know how in the hell he's still ranked number three. I I don't know. He's weird. He comes out in like the first round looking like one of the best strikers in all of the MMA like the sharpest striders, strikers in all of the MMA. And then after like the first round, he just plummets. I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. 
and Rob Vaughn has amazing, amazing uh, cardio. He can go five rounds, is just like he could go to first two rounds, three rounds. So I can see this fight just going, going past the first, like going past the first and second for sure. It's definitely going to go into the third round. Marlon Marais ain't about to knock this dude out. And uh, let's see, Rob Vaughn's taller. He has more of a reach. Yeah, that's gonna be bad for Marlon Marais. He's gonna get. He's definitely gonna lose this fight for sure. Yeah, I'm going Rob Vaughn all day, all day, every day. So that's that. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and skip this the woman fight because I don't really have. I don't really know a lot about Talia Santos. And I'm running, kind of running out of time a little bit here. I got to wrap it up at 30 minute mark. But we got uh, Greg Hardy against Marcin Ty- Tub- Tubera. I can't pronounce his name. I don't think I've ever seen this guy fight. Um, just without looking at all of the stats and all of that stuff and my past memory of watching Greg Hardy fight, I think that Tubera. I don't know. I can't go against Greg Hardy unless it's the dude's like top notch. So I'm going to go with Greg Hardy in this fight. Watch. I'm going to be wrong on every single one of these. Um, Yeah. So uh, I have to wrap this up because I'm getting near the 30 minute mark. Um, Hopefully tomorrow I wake up with some sort of idea to record again. Uh, Record something. I was a little bit choppy on this one because I don't really know where my brain wants to take me with the conversation, but yeah, hopefully tomorrow I wake up. I have like a little bit of a better thing to talk about. All right. See you later, guys.